Welcome to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Lyon, and I want to thank you for joining me as we explore the world of small grains production and research at Washington State University. In each episode, I speak with researchers from WSU and the USDA ARS to provide you with insights into the latest research on wheat and barley production. If you enjoy the WSU Wheat Beat podcast, do us a favor and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. And leave us a review while you're there so others can find the show too. My guest today is Dr. Ashley Cannon. Ashley is a research molecular biologist with the USDA ARS. She is the newest member of the Falling Numbers team and is starting her lab this fall. Her research program focuses on wheat grain development and physiology. In particular, she is interested in identifying the underlying mechanisms that lead to low falling numbers in wheat. In addition to her research, Ashley is also an active member of the American Society of Plant Biologists. She is the head of the Internal Communications for the Early Career Plant Scientist section and the Early Career Representative on the Education Committee. Hello, Ashley. Hi, Drew. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for coming and in- introducing yourselves to our, our audience. Prior to joining the USDA ARS, uh, what was the focus of your work? So I would say that my research career really started as uh, an undergraduate researcher where I primarily focused on root growth and development. And during my graduate studies, I kind of expanded that um, to look at how gravity um, affects plant growth and development. So kind of focused on gravitropism. And a lot of my work was funded by NASA, kind of in an effort to understand how plants grow and develop in the space environment. Oh, interesting. So um, I then went on to do a postdoc that was more focused on plant cell signaling. And during my postdoc, I focused on identifying the molecular targets and actions of a class of lipid signaling molecules called the N-acyl ethanolamines and their role in early development and growth in Arabidopsis. Okay. And you did this work where? So my graduate work was done at the University of Texas at Austin. And then my postdoc um, I did at the University of North Texas in Denton. Okay. Well, welcome to the Palouse and uh, the Pacific Northwest. I think you'll see it's somewhat different For than sure. much of Texas, um, but very delightful. Uh, your new lab is focused on identifying uh, what leads to low falling numbers. Um, and that's been a real issue here in the Pacific Northwest uh, on and off, depending on the year. Can, can you briefly describe the falling numbers test and why you're focused on what leads to low falling numbers? Sure. So I'll definitely uh, put a plug in here for a couple of earlier episodes featuring Kim Campbell and Camille Stieber um, and just kind of very briefly talk about the falling numbers test. Um, So this test measures the structural integrity of starch and wheat grain. And um, the falling number is actually the amount of time in seconds it takes for a stir uh, to fall through a gravy that's made from a wheat and flour mixture that has been heated and stirred. 
And the term low falling numbers is kind of derived from uh, the fact that when alpha amylase is present in this mixture, it'll actually chop up that starch into shorter chains and decrease the gelling capacity of that gravy, which then, of course, decreases the time it takes for that stir to fall through the gravy, leading to a lower falling number. So I'm interested, um, as you mentioned early on, in determining the mechanisms that actually lead uh, to the accumulation of alpha amylase and other hydrolytic enzymes during wheat grain um, development or pre-harvest sprouting that ultimately lead to these low falling numbers. Okay. So you mentioned Kim and Camille, and, and they've really done a lot of work, and, and we'll put some links to those podcasts uh, on your show notes here. Uh, you're, you'll be working with them, um, but you'll be taking it a little more in depth than what they have been able to do as a, as a, as in their positions up to now. Yes. So, um, you know, I think in the previous episode, you heard from Camille and she's more of a research geneticist. So her major goal is to map the late maturity alpha amylase and the pre-harvest sprouting resistance genes. And, you know, as a team, our goal is to really uh, improve our ability to breed for stable falling numbers in uh, the wheat varieties grown up here. But I'm more of a research molecular biologist, so I would say I'm looking at the how and why of what leads to low falling numbers. And so the major goals of my lab would be to... Um, you know, identify any new or novel hydrolytic enzymes that are contributing to low falling numbers and, of course, confirming what we already know, and then using that knowledge to determine what actually leads to the accumulation of these hydrolytic enzymes, and then also kind of expanding on that and using that knowledge um, to contribute to the effort that is currently underway to develop new tests um, for the presence of alpha amylase and to actually differentiate between the two conditions that lead to low falling numbers, which is pre-harvest sprouting and late maturity alpha amylase. And so I guess if you wanted to relate my work to Camille, um, my work will help determine perhaps how and why the genes that she finds are actually contributing to resistance to these two conditions. Okay. So you'll have a, a real... Nice little pipeline. You're working at the molecular uh, uh, functional level and then Camille, actually even before functional, and then Camille will understand the genetics and Kim will be able to take that hopefully and, and use that in her breeding program and as well as the other wheat breeders here. Yeah, uh, I think that's exactly what we're hoping to do is as a team kind of develop this pipeline. And you'll be located in the Western Wheat Quality Lab, or where's your lab going to be? So I'm actually in Vogel, and okay. my lab is connected to Kim and Camille's lab. Okay, very good. Um, so in addition to your, your research, you had a couple of leadership positions that I mentioned in your introduction in the American Society of Plant Biologists. Uh, can you tell us uh, more about ASPB, the American Society of Plant Biologists, and your roles in this professional society? Sure. So um, the American Society of Plant Biologists is a professional society that really promotes the growth and development of the field of plant biology. Um, they do have some efforts to kind of encourage and publish research in the field. But what uh, I think we all benefit from most is that they promote the interest, growth, and education of plant scientists. 
And I've been a member actually since I was an undergraduate researcher, but most recently I've really been involved in the newest section, which is uh, the early career plant scientist section. And what we're hoping to do is provide opportunities and to provide a voice to the early career members of the society. Um, and I'm also involved in the education committee because I'm really passionate about teaching and outreach. And um, I've recently been involved in an effort to put together short videos that'll be posted to YouTube um, to teach anyone across you know, the globe about topics in plant biology. Okay. Maybe we can get uh, links uh, to the, some of those videos that we can put in the show notes so people can see see what you're doing. What, um, just kind of an aside, what, what do you find most interesting or different in so far? I know you've only been here a couple of weeks, but uh, moving from Texas up to uh, Pullman, any particular thing catches your attention or... Well, I have to say the weather has been really lovely. I am a runner, and so I can get out and run at any time of the day, which is really amazing. Um, you know, in Texas, I had to wake up really early to get a run in, <laughs> whereas here. And the scenery is beautiful. So, you know, every time I go out for a run, it's kind of amazing how beautiful uh, the view is almost anywhere in this town. And it's easy to get a hill work out in. <laughs> Very. That's something new. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on to the WSU Wheat Beat podcast, introducing yourself to our audience, and we look forward um, to seeing what things you do. Do you, do you have a website yet where um, people can go to find this information, or do you intend to build a site where people can come and see what you're doing? Yes, I do intend to build a website. And as soon as I have that information, I could definitely share it with your listeners. Excellent. Thank you very much, Ashley. Thank you. Thanks for joining us and listening to the WSU Wheat Beat Podcast. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. If you have questions or topics you'd like to hear on future episodes, please email me at drew.lyon, that's L-Y-O-N, at wsu.edu. You can find us online at smallgrains.wsu.edu and on Facebook and Twitter at WSU Small Grains. The WSU Wheat Beat Podcast is a production of Connors Communications in the College of Agricultural, Human, and Natural Resource Sciences at Washington State University. I'm Drew Lyon. We'll see you next time.